Welcome to Beauty Uncut the Podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ian. And we're here to bring a new perspective to health, beauty, and wellness. Why are you laughing? You just keep mixing it up. <laughs> I mean, that- you just change it every time. Oh, I did too. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Well, today's actually our last episode of the Breast Basics. Is it? Well, of the Breast Basics within like the size, shape, implant oh, profile. Yeah. We haven't talked about incisions yet. Can't this be together? Like, I feel like (laughs) surely there's not that many incisions. We'll see how we go. But today's intended episode is about profile. Profile. Which is something I still don't understand. And I hope the vast majority of people are with me on that because I work here and I should know. But I just can't wrap my head around it. (laughs) I don't know what to say. (laughs) Have you watched my other video? (laughs) I did. It makes sense when I look at the cups. But then when, like, I get asked about it, I'm like, all I think about is like ice cream cones going forward. Why ice cream cones? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Well, over to the expert. Look, profile is still, I, I agree, probably one of the most poorly understood aspects of the surgery. And I know this because I have patients come in for their first consult and they'll say, the first thing they'll say is I want this profile. You know, they'll say, I want a high profile. I want an ultra high profile. Because the misconception there is the profile determines how high on the chest the implants sit. High as in north or high as in? High as in north. Right. Yeah. So they're talking about standing vertically and that height. Yeah. With the profile, it's about being horizontal and that height. That's what I meant when I was saying ice creams. I imagine ice creams turned onto their side and you're adding ice cream. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So profile really is one of the the last things that we talk about when choosing implants because profile very much is dictated by the volume. So if someone wants a 450cc implant, that's the first thing I'm going to choose is the volume. And then I'm going to look at their anatomy and their measurements, and that's going to determine what profile they end up with. If they want to work it backwards and they want a specific profile like ultra high, what I have to do then is say, okay, we need to find a minimum and a maximum within that profile that's going to work for their measurements. Right. And it might be, the volume might be completely out there from what they wanted. If they came in wanting a 250 or some people say, I don't want any higher than 300 cc's, but I want an ultra high profile implant and their breast width is 15 centimeters. It's not going to work. No. So why does it matter about the breast width? Because the width is what we're trying to fill. That's the most important thing. If we don't fill the width, that's when you can get a very unnatural appearance. If you have someone with a wide breast footprint and you put a narrow implant in, first of all, you get a very wide gap between them. Right. Or that's if you center the implant behind the nipple. If you don't do that, if you want to give them that really close cleavage with a narrow implant, that's when you're going to change the direction that the nipples point this is where people come in and say i don't want my nipples pointing out to the side right. that's how that happens oh, okay. because you have to think about the tissue moving over top of the implant yeah. and so if you move your implant towards the center the breast tissue moves outwards so it's the opposite direction yeah that's profiles really easy Profiles just so profiles <laughs> just a couple sentences it matters on the width of like your chest wall 
when I say chest, I obviously yep. mean breast, yep. but that's how I would think about it. Yep. So if you've got a wide chest, do you have to go like a wider base implant? No, because no. this is this is the other thing. Relatively, and this is only when you're comparing the same size across profiles, the moderate profiles are going to be wider than the high, which is going to be wider than the ultra high, right. but that's only in the same volume. You can have a high profile in a different volume, which is wider than the moderate. And I think this is where people get confused because I'm confused. you want to think about it in absolutes and you can't because there's so many variables that you change one thing here, it's going to change everything down the, the track. And so you can't think about it in hard and fast rules like this one's wider than this one. It's always about the volume and profile relationship. It's, <laughs> it, works, it works a lot better with visuals, the yes. profile discussion. Another thing I suppose to think about when, when talking about profile, I say this, it's the relationship between the breast width and the breast projection. So again, if we're thinking about the same volume, you have, we'll say 300 cc's in a shape. You can change that shape, but it's still 300 cc's. And that's all profile is. Right. It's a so different it's shape. just a different shape, yeah. but it's different to round and anatomical in terms of shape. Yes. So that is, I guess those are different shapes, yeah. but this is distribution yeah. within that shape. So remember the relationship between base width and projection. Right. Yeah. So moral of the story is listen. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the other way to think about it would be if you've got a wide breast footprint, let's, let's give it numbers. All right. Yeah. Let's say your breast width is 13 centimeters and I want to get as close to that as possible. So usually I want to, you know, go no more than 12 centimeters. I want to stay a little bit narrower to make account for the, the tissue thickness. That makes sense. No, when we said before, so the profile is both mm. width and yes. height. That yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like that was relatively quick that discussion mm. but i feel like we should link the youtube video that you have as well where you talk about the visuals i feel like that's really handy definitely i think that if you just are are listening to the podcast without seeing anything it's hard to understand especially if you are having trouble with the concept of the profile already i think you really need the visuals for yeah. it yeah well i think we could easily chuck in incisions to this podcast sure um, which is the last of the breast basics. So from my understanding, there's three different types of incisions, right? Are we talking just about primary breast augmentation? Or are we talking about lifts as well? Is that an incision? Well, yeah, you have an incision <laughs> with everything. Yeah, we could talk about lifts. I think we could leave that for a whole other, like I feel like that's a whole episode on its own, but maybe yeah. we can just kind of say what yeah, they we, are. Yeah, we can just introduce the, the concept. So in a straightforward breast augmentation, this is purely just insertion of breast implants. There are three popular incisions. The most popular in Australia is the inframammary fold incision. So that's the one in the crease. So that's what I was trained on. That's what most surgeons who train in this country use. Another popular one that you'll see is the axillary incision. So that's the one in the armpit. They use that a lot in Southeast Asia. So a lot of patients who go to Thailand Vietnam, they'll have that incision. There's an older incision that used to be used in Australia quite a bit, which was the periareolar incision. So that's where you've got a circular or semicircular incision just at the bottom of the areola. 
and going through the nipple. So most commonly people say, oh, they went through the nipple and that's what that means. Right. And so the most common now you said was underneath the breast crease and that's the only incision you use. Why is that? So I find that you can get the best access to the breast pocket. You've got the most control over your dissection as well as your dual plane. If you're doing a dual plane dissection or, or creating a dual plane pocket, that's where I have the most control over what shape I use, how much muscle is resected or, or divided. Yeah. And then I guess the benefits of the other two, which is the armpit and the nipple, is that it's less likely to be seen, obviously. You do with – well, with the nipple, I think you can still see that that one. Yeah. Then but why would you choose the nipple or why was it so popular? I'm not sure. <laughs> to be honest, I yeah. think I think maybe you could potentially blend it a little bit better yeah. in with the pigmentation of the areola. But I know a lot of people think about the armpit incision and they like that because it's not on the breast at all. But to me, that would be awful because imagine having a sweaty mm. armpit while trying to heal. Like, yeah. isn't that a high risk of infection or no? It's it's a higher risk and, and you would sweat more there, obviously. But at the same time, you have less tension on that scar. Right. So that's the, I suppose, the benefit of that one is because it's in the fold, you don't have as much direct stretch on it like you would under the breast where the implant is potentially causing some tension. The more tension on the scar, the more likely you are to have hypertrophy or wound healing issues. The other issue with going through the axilla is that dissection is difficult. It's a long way down to get to where you want to go. And what I've seen of uh, the results is that most of the time you have quite laterally placed implants. You can't quite get that close cleavage. And for lateral, for those listening, is east and west. (laughs) East and west. Towards the armpit. Towards the armpit, yeah. yeah. Do you get less risk of bottoming out and things like that with your nipple and your your underarm placement? Well, no, I think it'd be very similar. Similar. Yeah, because it's it's just about closing off that space between the the layers right all right those were two really easy basics weren't they yeah very basic they were very basic (laughs) compared to the other ones at least yeah all right well thank you so much for listening to today's episode on profile and incisions we'll leave the youtube link in the description bar below and we'll see you in our next episode Bye. bye